Welcome to the Midweek Booster for July 15th, 2009. I'm Rick Moyer, and you're listening to Take Him With You. Today, we are in the book of Philippians, chapter 2. Out of the Message Bible, here's how it goes. Philippians 2, verse 1. If you've gotten anything at all out of following Christ, if His love has made any difference in your life, if being in a community of the Spirit means anything to you, if you have a heart, if you care, then do me a favor. Agree with each other. Love each other. Be deep-spirited friends. Don't push your way to the front. Don't sweet-talk your way to the top. Put yourself aside and help others get ahead. Don't be obsessed with getting your own advantage. Forget yourselves long enough to lend a helping hand. Think of yourselves the way Christ Jesus thought of himself. He had equal status with God, but didn't think so much of himself that he had to cling to the advantages of the status no matter what. Not at all. When the time came, he set aside the privileges of deity and took on the status of a slave, becoming human. He became human. He stayed human. It was an incredibly humbling process. He didn't claim special privileges. Instead, he lived a selfless, obedient life and then died a selfless, obedient death and the worst kind of death at that, a crucifixion. Because of that obedience, God lifted him high and honored him far above anyone or anything ever, so that all created beings in heaven and on earth, even those long ago dead and buried, will bow in worship before this Jesus Christ and call out in praise that he is the master of all to the glorious honor of God the Father. What I'm getting at, friends, is that you should simply keep on doing what you've been doing from the beginning, when I was living among you, you lived in responsive obedience. Now that I'm separated from you, keep it up. Better yet, redouble your efforts. Be energetic in your life of salvation, reverent and sensitive before God. The energy is God's energy, an energy deep within you, God himself willing and working at what will give him the most pleasure. Do everything readily and cheerfully, not bickering, no second-guessing allowed. Go out into the world uncorrupted, a breath of fresh air in this squalid and polluted society. Provide people with a glimpse of good living and of living God. Carry the light-giving message into the night, so I'll have good cause to be proud of you on the day that Christ returns. You'll be living proof that I didn't go to all this work for nothing. Even if I am executed here and now, I'll rejoice in being an element in the offering of your faith that you make on Christ's altar a part of your rejoicing. But turnabout's fair play. You must join me in rejoicing. Whatever you do, don't feel sorry for me. I plan, according to Jesus' plan, to send Timothy to you very soon so he can bring back all the news of you that he can gather. Oh, how that will do my heart good. I have no one quite like Timothy. He's loyal and genuinely concerned for you. Most people around here are looking out for themselves with little concern for the things of Jesus. But you know yourselves that Timothy's the real thing. He's been a devoted son to me as together we've delivered the message. As soon as I see how things are going to fall out uh, of, for me here, I plan to send him off. And then I'm hoping and praying to be right on his heels. 
But for right now, I'm dispatching Ephroditus, my good friend and companion in my work. You sent him to help me out. Now I'm sending him to help you out. He has been wanting in the worst way to get back with you, especially since recovering from the illness you heard about. He's been wanting to get back and reassure you that he is just fine. He nearly died, you know, but God had mercy on him. And not only on him, he had mercy on me too. His death would have been one huge grief piled on top of all the others. So you can see why I'm so delighted to send him to you. When you see him again, hale and hearty, how you'll rejoice and how relieved I'll be. Give him a grand welcome, a joyful embrace. People like him deserve the best you can give. Remember the ministry to me that you started but weren't able to complete? Well, in the process of finishing up that work, he put his life on the line and nearly died doing it. There you go. That's chapter two of Philippians, and that is your midweek booster. If you get a chance, go back and take a listen to uh, chapter one. Every Wednesday, we're going to be doing a book or a chapter from a book in the Bible, and uh, next week we'll be on Philippians chapter 3. If you get a chance, head on over to the website, takehimwithyou.com, and click on the Donate button and help Amy and I to continue to bring this to you every week. We would really appreciate your prayers and your support. All right, uh, let's find out what's happening next week on Take Him With You. Coming up on July 19th, this Sunday, a brand new episode of Take Him With You. We talk about taking more pictures, my farm town video on YouTube going big, Nathan's new college, Andrew's new car, my geeky Bluetooth stereo headphones, and I tell a story that may just curl your hair. It's true. We talk about what it's like to go through devastating circumstances and recover to go on with life. It's called Murphy's Law Revisited. Down for the count? I don't think so. Tune in, download, and listen to the next Take It With You. I'm Rick Moyer. Join me, won't you?